Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. This is episode number 14 and we're with Iona Harries. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, I can. Did it say? No. Okay. <laughs> but I'll figure that out later. That's it's fine. fine. We'll just go live okay. or whatever. We're free yeah, to it's fine. Yeah, everything will be grand. Uh, okay. Hello, my name is Denise and I am from Fine Surveyors and this is the podcast I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. And today we are speaking with Iona Harris and she's going to tell us all about the crazy businesses that she runs. Now, before we get started, me and Iona went to university together and have not seen each other for, I think we've figured out, at least 10 years. At least 10 so, years, definitely. At least 10 years, <laughs> even though we're only like 21-ish. Oh, so barely, barely. Barely 21. So, Iona, tell me everything that you've been up to. What's been happening? What are your businesses? What are you doing? Tell me. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Um, no, this is great. I've never done a podcast before, and it's even better to have alcohol and obviously to I see know. you. Cheers. What are we drinking today? Uh, today we are drinking raspberry mojito. Lovely. It's a bit warmer where Relax. you are, though, isn't it? It's freezing by I know. Time. Yeah. We are pre-recording today, and I'm in Cyprus for a wedding, so I brought it over with me. How prepared am I? <laughs> brought the drink over with me. Oh, fantastic. So um, I will enjoy that as we carry on. Marvellous. So we obviously used to do property together. and We uh, did. I used to just copy your work and uh, used to drink loads. And sadly, property just wasn't quite the thing for me. So I decided to take a route down boobies and vaginas and become a midwife. <laughs> which, Yay! I say, boobies and vaginas. Um, Yay! I feel really blessed. It is the best job in the world. Um you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's because you like babies. To be honest, my, one of my big secrets, I don't really like babies. I like no. working with, no, I'm not very maternal. I like working with women in their most vulnerable state and sort of empowering them to be awesome, really. So yeah. I did my training and then I ended up going down to London and I trained at St. George's, which is a hostel from 24 hours in A&E. I ended up picking this lovely guy, uh, my my husband now, off a dating website, Plenty of Fish, although I like to call it Plenty of Weasels, because he sent me a picture of his face, so that was quite nice. So I knew How funny, a... I met my husband on there as well. No way! Yes way! Plenty of Weasels. Did he send yeah. a face pic or an other pic? There was no dick pics going on. Um, no, Ryan, up until he got with me, was a gentleman. Good. L- less so now. Right, okie dokie. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we got together and then ended up moving back up north. And we were lucky enough at this point in time to, you know, I love the NHS. It's wonderful, but it's a bit of a sinking ship. And I really wanted to have something of our own. So me and my partner together ended up finding a franchise, um, which is called Window to the Womb. Um, and this is basically a diagnostic baby scan clinic. So we scan from six weeks to 40 weeks. Now it's um, it's great that it's a franchise. Personally, I like because it's powering the brand and it's security and things like that. So we set that up together. Um, we set up one clinic. We've now got six. Um, which wow, is- I didn't realize you were at six. Where oh, are you located? I've got one in Scotland, in Glasgow. I've got um, I think Newcastle, Middlesbrough, Darlington, Liverpool, Manchester. And we're hoping to set up Edinburgh early next year. 
so we're very, amazing. we're very very blessed um i also hope you don't mind i want to talk about my my favorite business though that we set up is um, a massive passion of mine is um i love helping mums to feed and um, whether it's breastfeeding bottle feeding and i set up a company on my own this is just me by myself and it's um called tongue northeast so basically yeah i've seen that yeah so i specialize in sniffing little babies not tongues, that little friendly lump, their membrane underneath, just to help them feed better, which I think is really nice. Um, so I've done a couple this morning. So it's sort of the two that goes together. But um, I'm very, very lucky. Everything boobs and babies. It's all babies, pretty much the whole thing. But my partner's hiding over there. He's saying we, we do it together. You know, I'm very, very lucky to have him. Um, I'm generally not a very good business person. I'm, I'm learning as I go. Um, and I'm very lucky that he's more of the business side. I'm more of the medical side. Um, so it's a nice sort of So is that balance. what David does then? He does the business yes. side of things? So he works with me. Um, sadly, bless him, he owned a recruitment company and he was about to sell it for a lot of money and oil and gas just went and he lost everything. Uh, it was quite a dark time and then it was with that money that he had. I mean, I wanted to invest it in carpets for the bloody house. You know, five years <laughs> later, I've still not got bloody carpets in my house. Um, oh, don't, I live in a building site. Let's not start that one. Oh, I really want some carpets. Any, Which is why I go to, this is why I go to very nice, um, um, holidays all the time because my husband cannot get away with the fact that we live in a squat. I love a hotel. I love a hotel. Yeah. Do you know what? I hate to admit it, he was 100% right. So it was the best thing we did was invest that money and do it together. So we worked together side by side, which some people would find annoying. Luckily, we got on really well because, like I say, we keep things very separate. He does all the pay and the staff. And I mean, I'd give everything away for free if I could. <laughs> I love a Please don't, story. then you won't have a business. I love a soft story. I know I'll give everything away for free. <laughs> so tell me more about this franchise then. Are, yes. are there uh, windows to womb? Windows to womb? Are yes, they throughout the whole country? Yeah, there's about 32 of them in the UK now. Um, so originally there was a company called Baby Bond. Um, yep. So we've been up in and rival than them a little bit which has been great um, but yeah there's about 32 of us um, we're the second biggest franchise we've got a lovely friend of ours he owns I want to say 11 I mean that's oh, wow. too much for me um, we're stopping at 7 because I think the most important thing is not to spread yourself too thin um, and the, the last thing I'd want to do is to you know not be there in the clinics and look after them and you know make sure they're all running the best they can um, we're over the moon. I don't know if you've heard of something called the CQC. Yes. Care quality mission. Oh. I, I've done, uh, the, I started my property career in the NHS. Oh, it's fun, isn't so it? So I know all about this. No one makes a decision. No one makes no. a decision. But um, we've just been inspected by, um, three of our clinics were inspected by the CQC and we got outstanding, which is mint. Um, it was a really long, hard interview, but it was worth every penny and that's just the best thing ever because I treat our clinics like a hospital you know yeah the most important thing is the mum and baby 100% all these pictures and gender reveals they all come second to me anyway definitely yeah yeah so the franchise route what made you go down that route so originally um it was for me it was the support system um you know I could have easily set this up by myself I could have done it by myself but 
do you know what I think honestly I think the powers in numbers and you know we've got a support team that helps us with marketing and support we've got clinical lead sonographers and what's really nice is that when you go to one window to the womb up north it's the same as down south you'll get the same care the same policies protocols and I think it's just safer and it's quite nice um and it also gives me the opportunity to still go and catch babies at the weekend so I'm still yeah catching babies as well it's sort of like a nice happy medium of everything and I think it's I think I think I think now as the world's changing people are getting more keen on brands if that makes sense if that makes sense in one one I still think yeah being called a womb with a view but you know window to the womb's fine <laughs> window to the womb's fine <laughs> so what sort of support do you get from this franchise then do they find the location for you because I know my friend she has a franchise in Tony and Guy and they find nice. the location, they find the build and they deal with all of that side for you. All the branding is the same, all the marketing support is exactly. the same. So what do you, so they find everything for you? So what's great is we get a territory, which is fantastic. So you're not competing with anybody else and then they will come and help us find a property. It's quite nice. They trust us completely now because they'll let us go find our own properties ourselves. And then, you know, as long as you've got the colors and stuff, there's still a little free scope to change sort of the decor and things like that. But absolutely, same policies, brand and everything and it's really nice we've just come back from our AGM which was um, in the Cotswolds which was really overly priced I, I mean I'd be happy with a travel lodge to be honest but I think it's for everyone to go fluff their feathers and look at me <laughs> but um, yeah it was it was really good to see everyone bounce ideas off each other have a whinge have a bitch so it's like a family of you know which interest about sonographers and, and all sorts which is which is really really nice but the tongue tie things just all myself which is great so I have to speak to some of my midwives because it can be a bit a little bit lonely I think when you sort of you've got no one to really bounce your ideas off so I speak to all my friends down in London still which is really really nice to, to see them that's good so what's the plan for window to the womb and um, the tongue-tied business what are we gonna see coming from you lovely so if David my partner if he had his way we'd probably have about 50 clinics um, yeah. To me, I feel like we've expanded. We've been very lucky to expand so quickly, but I, you know, I'm the, the one who holds the reins on a little bit and think we need to consolidate. So, my goal is we would like to set up Edinburgh, um, sort of January, and then we're going to relax and wait and chill because I'm waiting on the back lines. I'm waiting for an NHS contract. I'm, yeah, like I say, I'm. I love the NHS, but I think we're slipping down the slope. So if I could, you know, it would change our life if we could get just one NHS contract, you know, just for like all the early scans. I mean, you could probably double up, you know, that's what the Window to the Womb brand is working on now is getting NHS contracts to try and take them away, you know. Um, so what's nice in our clinics, we have, um, I set up an early scans clinic and originally they were all sort of mixed together and I didn't like that because um, I, when I was working in the NHS, I was a bereavement midwife. And I think mm -hmm. it's really important, you know, it doesn't matter what gestation your baby is, it's still your baby. And I think it's yeah. nicer to separate the clinics. So it's from six weeks to 15 weeks only. Now, you would only appreciate that if you've had a miscarriage before, but it's still yeah. really nice to keep it separate. So if we could then take away from the NHS all of the sort of reassurance scans, you know, because blessed mums will spend a fortune on pregnancy tests. Yeah. Uh, and get sort of them and sort of if we can help the NHS so that would that would be the goal um but at the same time for me it's just it's customer service just making sure you know mums and babies are looked after that's the most important thing 
So what's the name of the Tung Thai company? It's called Tung Thai Northeast. That's what it says on the tin. Just <laughs> exactly what it says on That's the tin. That's what it said on the tin. Um, we want so because this is, this is yours, do yes. you then go to these um, new mother's houses yes. and do the tongue? Yes, ah, I do. So how do you get your referral then? Do you do that via the NHS or? So, some I get via the NHS because I've got a few hostel links. Most of them are just through Facebook and Google. Um, ah. that's, um, to be honest, I everyone's spoken to me about franchising Tongue Tie Northeast, but I, have, I, can't, I haven't got the time. I think it would just get lost in translation and I wouldn't want to trust someone else with something like that. I think it's all down to the practitioner's experience. Um, but yeah, that's they can either come to the clinic or I can go home to visit them. You know, it's really sad in the NHS because, like I said, there's no money, no funding. So an average wait for a tongue tie referral could be six to eight weeks. And you know, if you're breastfeeding and yeah, need to get it done, you know, it's rubbish. You have to pay. But I'll see mums within two days a day. You know, a lady I rang this morning, I got her in at lunchtime. I'm a sucker for a sob story. Just like, get in, come on. Having breastfed both of my babies, though, if either of them had had a tongue tie, it would have been something that had to be dealt with within, totally. the, you know, the day. 100%. And I even feel sorry because, for me personally, I do not care how you feed your baby, just as long as the mum's happy and a good quality of the feed. So bottle-feeding babies, they need the release just as much as other babies as well, but they won't get that on the NHS because they're gaining weight, yada, yada, yada. And it's just such a shame. It's just a simple, quick procedure, and it can really help down the line with colic reflux all sorts of stuff and all the gps medicate all their babies and it's just a vicious circle all over again we hear it all the time yeah which is a shame yeah no it is sad it the word it, on but... <laughs> yes well there'll be no more babies coming from me but I'll, <laughs> I'll spread it to anyone who's mad enough to do it again so have you ever considered giving up while you've been on this lovely little journey of yours I think there's been some times where it's tight. I think, you know, for me, it was really difficult. Obviously, you know, you, you're used to a nice little salary. You're, like, you're used to, you know, working in the NHS and you've always got jobs and stuff. And I think the day I left was, you know, cutting, you know, cut the cord, as they say. You know, I was prepping myself a little bit. Um, but, you know, you, you've just got to go for it. Um, there were times where it's tight, but I would never, never definitely not give up. I think... I've been very blessed that we've picked quite a sustainable business. <laughs> especially well, the, yeah, people are going to keep having babies. Especially in the northeast, teenage pregnancies. Thank you very much. It's very high, so we we see a lot a lot going on here. So I think we're very lucky in that sense. But um, definitely not to give up. I think there's times where it's harder than it could be, but you you know you just learn from that and you carry on if that sort of makes sense. You wouldn't stop. Yeah. So what would be your top three tips if somebody else wanted to get into this sort of business? Oh, babies, like baby business, babies, babies. Wow, well, any of any it. business, well, any business. The first one is you've just got to go for it a hundred and ten percent. You can't go half heart. If you go in half heartedly, you're not doing it. I think it's the most scariest thing being your own boss, but if you can do it, it's just the best thing because you've got like freedom and stuff and you have no money though like everyone thinks if you're a boss you have loads of money that's not true no. because all your money goes back into your baby but the first yeah. thing is is i would um just 100 percent go for it listen to your gut and don't be frightened when things go wrong learn from it and try again and that's it yeah there's always something i think what i'm really lucky to have david because i'm an emotional woman i take everything personally I cry if 
someone gives a complaint to the business, I hate it, it's the world, while he looks at it practically and like, look, well, this is, look at the processes, let's try and work it out. So I'm still learning, but I'm just, just because you care. <laughs> Emotional woman. No, but it's good to have, it's good to have a yin and a yang, because I'm quite, I, I'm very much on the David side of things, mm. and very much well, the business woman, but I'm, very emotional as well at the same time so mm. i go in 150% on everything i do whereas my husband thinks i'm mental and is always <laughs> saying to me like for the love of god can you not just do one thing not 700 things <laughs> and everyone says that to me anyway so i'm fine and with that every, and every little thing detail is so important yeah okay totally yeah, but you just need you need those different people in your life though to say those different things. Definitely. Whether or not you listen to them is different, but it's good to have mm. it's good to have a David on the table as well as having an Iona. But even everyone like just take advice from everyone and just yeah, you've, you've got to go for it. And you know, if you fail, you pick it up again. Like when yep. David lost his business, he was oh, it was awful. He was in a really dark place, and he actually went to work for another recruiter and he was probably way more qualified than anyone else and it really i think once you become your own boss and you've got a taste of it you can't you're unemployable you can't work for someone else again so yeah. we needed to do something anyway but to any of any women men out there just go for it just 100 billion percent just go for it but only if you really want it oh, because if course. somebody else wants it for you it ain't gonna work. No, 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 no. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Hundred percent. Yeah. Do, nobody's so if you something, if you don't, if you want to do that, and that's what you need to do, do it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. So if you were to start all over again, what would you change? I'd want my carpets. <laughs> my house. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't change anything because I think you wouldn't learn from the mistakes that you've done if that makes sense. I, I know it sounds really yeah. cheesy and corny. Uh, no. I wouldn't change anything. I, you'd learn from your mistakes, if that makes sense. If what I do you think is the worst thing about running your own business? Other people, in the nice way, because... It, <laughs> let me change that. <laughs> because it's not their business. It's your business. So you have to understand that they will never care as much as you do. So we have... We're very lucky. We probably have about 60 staff working for us and they're working for us it's not their business so sometimes things might not be done quite how you would like things done um which is fair enough you know that's sort of how it is it's that you know and sonographers yeah. are divas divas sonographers i work in the property world and they're all divas as well so i think it might just be that people who work are divas yeah <laughs> so the and I, I know and i interviewed a hairdresser last week and she was like yeah hairdressers are divas and then the week before i interviewed who was it um i love this i can't even remember she was saying they're divas and i was like yes i, th- I think common theme yeah everyone we work with are divas i love that yeah. it's the same yeah. i think you get the same problems and the same things in sort of every you know sort of different business they've just got a different title and that's yeah, it. completely. Yeah. So, what does a typical day look like for you? Oh my goodness, it can be, if I'm honest, anything and nothing. It it completely varies. So, I'll give you an example. Um, today, got up, looked after my wonderful dogs, which I might introduce to you in a minute. Um, <laughs> went and did a couple of did a couple of tongue ties. Um, then we've got some sonographers that are coming over from Pakistan, so we're doing some interviews with them. 
Tomorrow I'm off to Scotland. Uh, I was down in Manchester last week. It just is varies. And then I can have time off, which is quite nice. I can have like a day or two during the week off. Or I'm everywhere, anywhere. David's the handyman now for the clinics. It's just, it, it can totally vary what we're, what we're doing. But mainly just keep yeah. everyone all as check and working and stuff. I'm very lucky I've got a great team with me. My area, I've got an area manager that helps me with all the staff as well, which is great. Mm. Yeah, we do a lot of spot checks as well, making sure everything's all in line and things and making sure everything's up to date. Yeah, I can run my business without Claire at all. In fact, when anyone ever asks me who um runs this business, I say hundred percent Claire. hundred yeah. percent. I just do some tolls. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. But you yeah. need other people and I think, you know, yeah. it's good I think it's very important to delegate and learn to yeah. delegate. Or you're yeah. gonna go insane. And what's the point in having a business if you can't take some time off for yourself? I yeah. think it's important to have that as well. But yeah, our days yeah. Can How do you relax and unwind? Pardon? How do you relax and unwind? Well, apart from drinking, no, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, it's it's my dogs. Um, I adore my dogs more than ever. They are my babies. They're my children. Um, I do a lot of walking with them. I do fly ball with them. Um, I do canny cross with them. I just oh god, I just really love my dogs, which is crazy. You do. So How many do you have now? I've got three. <laughs> uh, I know, so I'll try and see if I can get them on camera towards the end, but they're just perfect. They're my oh, bless. my babies, if that makes sense. That's the terrible thing. When you get married, everyone's like, when are you going to have children? When are you going to have children? It's an awful question to ask. Horrible. Might not be able to have children. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I exactly. think mental health for women is All massive. Them. All them. Yeah. yeah. Don't like them. No offence. Well, no, you were always great with mine, but that's because you could, like, play with them and then go to the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yay, they're First great. First time I met you, she was in your tummy. You were the pregnant one at uni. <laughs> I know, I was the pregnant one at uni. But just so everyone knows, I was the mature student, not the the 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I don't Oh, we, had, we had a few good nights out, didn't we? <laughs> we did have a few good nights out. But anyone who knows me knows me well, and I always have a good night out. But what's your favourite tipple? Oh, gin and tonic or Prosecco. It's my fave. I think that's on the fashion at the minute. I love a G&T. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I it's do. my fave. Love cheese. And but I like I've got flap. I know you shouldn't, but I love all the flap with it. A bit of rose petals. Yeah, I do. Pointless crap. Shove it all yep. in. Beautiful. I think it, and I think it tastes different. And I don't care what you say if you don't agree. <laughs> but I, I seem to think at university you were a cider drinker. All right, am I just making that up? I think I had it for a little bit. Yeah, I was probably more cider and vodka. Yeah, I think I was. Or shoots, shooters, the vodka shots. Oh, just anything and all. Yeah. Oh. And you loved a milkshake as well. When someone, I hate milk, so I never forget how much you used to drink milkshake. <laughs> oh, those are the days. I know those were the days. So, what you do you find Sheffield? your biggest? I love. Oh, I really miss Sheffield. We used to go back every year when the kids were little, Aww. and we haven't gone back for ages. Kev, he took them back not that long ago, but I haven't taken them back for ages. I'd love to go back and, and see what's Still amazing. remember it so much. You know. Aww definitely need to take them back so what do you find is the biggest distraction when you're working oh 
Can I say my dogs again? <laughs> no, distraction. Um, I think I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty good. I think if I, you know, it's, it's I've got a diary, a good old-fashioned handwritten diary. I don't do all this phone stuff, and I need to have my diary to tell me what I'm doing. If I don't, my memory is shocking. My memory is shocking. Yeah. So my probably biggest distraction, I'll probably forget. <laughs> probably forget to do something. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. No. I have everything in my phone and I have it written down in a diary oh, and I have both. a to-do list. Oh, good, good, yeah. I need, yeah, I need yeah, to I like because the then the I... because I can just tick it off. Me too. I'm such a pen and a paper. And I'm still, I'm not the Kindle girl either. I'm the book girl, so I'm on holiday with books and... Love you it. Know, just weighs down. I know, but I just, I like the feel of it. I like flicking it. That's all me. Yeah, that's good. So if you won the lottery tomorrow, mm-hmm. would you still do what you're doing? No, <laughs> no. I think I would do. I would definitely do the tongue tie. Um, David won't agree with any of this, by the way. But I would love to personally. I would sell up ship, and I would set up a big rescue farm and rescue old dogs. <laughs> uh, that would, you know. You I know can't those... think of anything more perfect for you. I know. I just. Do you know those ones that are in kennels for ages and no one wants them? Even if I'm with them for a month, that would just be my dream job. I mean, I'm sure it will keep, you know, keep going, but that would just, I can't think of just a nicer job and sort of doing that. Sort of dogs on palliative care would be wonderful. Look after them. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Literally can't think of anything worse personally, but I'm allergic to everything, so <laughs> that would, it would, I would probably just enough. die. Hey, if we loved everything then not everything would get done. So there no. you go. <laughs> so share an interesting fact that about yourself that your clients wouldn't know. Oh. Is the secret out that I really don't like children? <laughs> I think that's already been disclosed. No, I do like children. I really do like children. I just don't think I'm very maternal. I think... Um, I think that makes me a better midwife. I think if I was all cooing over the babies, you know, you couldn't get the stuff done, maybe. Um, but yeah, probably, I think I'm probably a terrible midwife for not actually really liking children. <laughs> so. This this question probably isn't the wisest one after what you've just said. Oh, God, go for it. Needs to be asked. Go for it. Murder weapon. Yes. Which one would you choose and why? Oh, okay flamethrower love that thanks tell me why well psychopath (laughs) (laughs) i'm just well you know i i just think it would just be an easy one you know you wouldn't have to go (laughs) you wouldn't have to you know you could get a bit of range on that it's a bit dramatic very job yeah yeah I mean, it would be obvious. I don't think it's the most discreetest thing to do, but, you know. Have you seen um, a new film come out called um, uh, The Hollywood Film with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio? No. um, Margot Robbie as well. That one, yeah. Watch it. It'll inspire you to like flamethrowers. (laughs) (laughs) To set people on fire. Seriously, watch it. It's the funniest part of the film. You need to watch it. It's shocking. Yeah, I reckon. I regularly ask at Christmases and birthdays if I can have a taser. Oh, a taser would be good. Yeah. Pepper yeah. spray? Yeah. <sighs> Might run out there. Yeah. Taser would be good. Yeah, it's not doing it for me. Definitely <laughs> taser. Yeah, watch watch um, the Hollywood thing and you'll totally get where I'm coming from. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. 
So what are we thinking about our drink so far? Absolutely love it. It's delicious. This has been fantastic. I know. I don't think I could have more. And it's right. Okay, so it's made by a company called Shake Baby Shake. And it's it's tasty. 4%, so not too bad. Good for a good, good. barbecue. I think it's lovely. Good, good old tinnies. Everyone loves a tinny. They're so handy. They are so handy. Doing this podcast, I've stuck two tins so far. Um, may venture onto the bottles at some point, but I'm going to need different packaging to do that. So I will and think about that. When you get to like your hundredth podcast, we should get like pops and prosecco or something. Yeah. 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 Like completely. Oh, oh, it'll have to be dramatic, obviously. How yeah, did you like your, um, Halloween chocolate? Love it. Love it. Oh yeah, right here. Delicious. Good. <laughs> Good girl. I hope David you're enjoying that. It and I was like, no, so, you can't have it. No, no. Well, that well, that was going to be one of my questions. Will we be sharing that? But my answer is always a firm no. No. Why would you want to share chocolate? No. You can't share chocolate. <laughs> no. 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 So, if you had an autobiography, what would it be called? Oh God. Oh, that's a good question. Yes. Life, in a, life in a vagina. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that sounds terrible, doesn't it? But no, um, that's yeah. the best autobiography name life, ever. Life in a vagina or life in yeah. boobs. No. No, Backtrack. life in a vagina. Because there's life so much vagina. going on. You know, I feel that, you know, women... Women get through. Men have women have to do so much, and men don't have to do anything. You know, I've just um, had my smear test. Everyone out there, ladies, go and have your smear test. Um, I'm always banging that drum. Yeah, I wasn't prepared. I was a bit hairy. I was, you know, but I wasn't embarrassed. You go and get it done. No. Well, men do nothing. You know, crazy. I've had, I've had two children. I've had several thousand smear tests. I've had yeah. cervical. Oh, have you had a biopsy? Yeah, yeah, I've had oh, all of that. No. Yeah, I've had, you know, recovery treatment for all of that. And so you've I got a super vagina. Yeah, and I get mine out at the drop of a hat, not bothered in no. the slightest. Women should not Fix be embarrassed their vagina. You've no. got an amazing vagina. You have a super exactly. vagina for doing everything exactly. you have. Everyone should be proud of their vagina. They all look different, but one exactly. No. And mine is amazing and you should all be grateful. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Hallelujah for the vagina. <laughs> well, if we didn't have them, then we wouldn't be here, would we? Exactly. Bless our mums and all of their vaginas. Exactly. Bless the vagina. <laughs> bless the vagina. So why... I know, bless the vagina. <laughs> so, why do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Selfishly? Yeah, what is your why? why? What makes you get up in the morning and do what you do? To help women to really yeah. help women and help babies feed yeah. I can't think of anything more rewarding you know I know I'm sort of talking about a bit of the tongue tie stuff but you know even with the scam business you know like I said I know we do genders and four days you know but you know to reassure the mum that there's a heartbeat to reassure that their baby's okay you know um, you've got a mum that's got bleeding nipples and then you do the tongue tie and the instant difference and the mum grabs your hand and looks at you and like it doesn't hurt anymore like that's why I do it I do it I do it for mums and women and I'm, I'm not sexist but women kick ass and I think women are awesome oh, yeah. 
and they're the best and anything you sort of can do to help women that's why I get up in the morning I could easily yeah. go and do loads of home visits and get home at 10 o'clock in the night but as long as the babies are feeding the mum's happy done done yeah couldn't agree more women rule okay so I always um, first of all before I end the podcast tell me anything else that you need to tell us about your business anything you're doing anything about you tell me tell me tell me oh business 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 oh I am excited we are starting IVF scan soon that's our new little venture I'm really excited so um we are starting to measure endometrial thickness so this is because IVF is so expensive in the UK it's really expensive yeah. it's, it can be anything up to 8 grand and it's really sad if you're only allowed one shot um, and then if you marry a man who's got another kid you can't have any IVF at all which is crazy oh wow really yeah I know so my best friend her husband's got a little girl and she can't have IVF if she needed it does that make sense so a lot of mummies yeah. are going abroad, so they're going to sort of like Poland, Cyprus, um, and actually it's got a fair success rate. I don't know whether it's the weather or, you know, they're a bit more relaxed, um, but you're talking sort of, it can be anything to three to four, so it's a massive difference. Um, so yeah. we're trialling now, for the very first time, some IVF scans where we're basically measuring the endometrium. Easy way to think of it is like a garden, you want nice thick soil to plant your seed it's an easy way to do it so we're going to be measuring that and then they'll hop on a plane and go to get inseminated which is really exciting oh, wow which we're really excited so are about. you are you doing a joint venture with um other ivf clinics in different locations or not yet not yet um, and okay. this is why we're i think we're we're first um wanting to get all the tourist ivf because obviously these mums wouldn't want to pay to go out for a scan and it not be ready and then come back so we're trying to pinpoint the the, the ones abroad if that makes sense because yeah. everything in the UK is so expensive and I think you know it's we try and make it a little bit more affordable for mums which is which yeah. is great um, and then also we're really excited just quickly we ended up going to Window to the Womb supported Pride so that was great so we went with all oh, our banners cool. oh we support lesbians turkey based in gays everything so that was a really 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 fun night out uh definitely yeah. have a if you're mad enough to have a baby you should all be treated equally absolutely you know as long as that's baby love that's that's all that matters so it's a fun yep. one to be in 100 percent. oh i love that Ooh, okay so i've got one more thing yeah, sorry, go just, so so sorry go just no, quickly, go all the people that work for me apart from the snogfers are pretty much mums as well which is really nice they're not medical they're not midwives and I think it's really nice that I've got you know that we're employing mummies that just want to come back for part-time work as well which is really nice like mums would come to me and they're like they love babies and stuff and they're like I haven't worked for like two years I've had a baby and I'm thinking perfect I'll hire you yeah so we hire a lot of mums in the business doing sort of evening work which is lovely so they can be with their baby during the day which is lovely I think it's so short-sighted for companies to think that um, that mothers aren't the perfect unemployable yeah yes but they're the perfect employee employees because they they want to work and they work hard and exactly they want to get out of the house and talk to adults and Why fuck me if somebody is organized it's a bloody mother yeah exactly yeah. i know 
Yeah. I just wanted to say finally that mummies are employable and I love them and I hire them all. I think they're brilliant because I think that's the thing, yeah. you know, as a company, they don't mean to judge, but they'll look and be like, oh, you've been a mother for, you know, yeah. out of practice. But you're absolutely right. The hardest job in the world, I know I can't comment because I'm not a mother, but I know for a fact the hardest job in the world is to be a mother. And you don't get oh, paid gotcha. for it. You don't get appreciated. No. no. And you get shat on or vomited. Yes. You know. Yes. So I think it's really important. And we. Yeah. And, and we. chocolate. And food. Vomit. Saliva. Yes. Oh, yeah. Saliva. Yeah. Bogies. Yeah. We miss that. So gross. God, oh. it's so nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think it's really important. You know, if people want to go have babies, have babies. But companies should be definitely more employable to mummies coming back. Definitely. Oh, completely. Big up all the mums. Come back big to work whenever you're ready. Big up yeah, the big up the mums. So, as everybody knows who knows me, I don't give a shit what people think about me. And I'm a massive fan of 8 Mile, the movie, with Eminem in it. So I like to finish all my podcasts with an 8 Mile moment. And basically what that means is Eminem in the 8 Mile did his rap battle and just talked shit about himself so nobody else could come back and give him so give me your eight mile moment what's one bad controversial whatever thing about you that you want to shout loud and proud about that nobody else can come back and get you on hang on so what am i what am i bad at yeah no what's your so last week when we were talking um to a hairdresser she said actually i'm selfish and i and i've known her for ages and i was like selfish i don't i don't think should. she said no i i am i can be selfish so what's your bad trait that you don't give a shit that anyone finds out oh see i quite like selfish but i was thinking of another one hang on my bad trait um can i say i'm really really emotional <laughs> i cry at everything yeah. emotional um, I, do you know what? I need to stop caring what people think. That's a massive thing. Oh, massively. I need to yes, stop caring do. what people I think, and people need to piss off. I think. I think I've always, growing up, I've always thought trying to get people to like me, caring what people think. I think I care too much what people think generally, and I need to stop that. So I'm shutting it down. Shutting it down. Yeah. <laughs> you care every time you. Exactly. Every time you think about something that somebody said about you and how they think about me. Personally. Yeah. Just say to yourself, what would Denise do? She'd tell them to fuck off. (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) Yeah. Instantly. (laughs) Are you me? Are you my kids? Are you my husband? Are you my mum and dad? Even if you are, shut up. (laughs) Piss off. Piss off. Yeah. End of. End of. Well, this has been fab. That. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Oh, guys, this has been lovely. Thank you so much for so having good. me. I've missed oh, your face no, so... so much. No. This has been awesome. <laughs> I know. We need to catch up, though. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And as always, if you want to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor the podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Thank you. Bye.